0: Your duds in order, because we're bound across the water. Heave away, meet the ladies, heave away. we will get you in out of your car today. It's as
1: easy as pie. A piece of cake, avoid penalties and early termination fees. Visit away. leasebusters.com. I hope we hear this song a lot tonight. Sometimes yeah. Canada, U.S. It's always such a fantastic matchup when these two collide. And, I mean, Canada, it was a scare. The other night uh, against
0: Laval, it yep. was a sweat. You know what it was? It was you with a sixteen parlay in the middle of August, and you're waiting for the sixth leg to hit, and it's the Diamondbacks versus the Padres, and you're sitting in your bed at one thirty in the morning, waiting this out. <laughs> That's what it was.
1: It was actually you can even go a lot sooner than that. On Sunday, I had an eight game par, no, eight, yeah, eight play parlay in one game. That ended up going into overtime, and I needed ten more yards from Hunter Renfro of the Vegas Raiders to uh, oh, to no. make that parlay hit, and yeah. uh, it, it didn't happen. They, no, Jared Stidham threw an interception, and uh, unfortunately, it, it didn't
0: work out for me. You got but jobbed. You got jobbed. I want to know. I did. I want to know if Mark Masters got jobbed on his way to Halifax, because you know he likes to fly first class. Do you think they flew him out first class, or do you think he was in economy? Well, let's find out. Let's bring him in now. It's Mark Masters, our TSN World Juniors reporter.
1: Mark, did you get the first class treatment on your way out to Halifax for the World Juniors this year?
2: Yes, I was flying to Moncton for the camp, uh, and I did not get the upgrade. I put in for it, I think. But it was I guess I was too late. I, I didn't quite make the cut, but that's all right. I slept on the plane, felt pretty good, and that's the last time I've been on a plane. So it's been nice to just drive between Moncton and Halifax here.
1: Well, as someone who recently got the upgrade, the sleep is a lot better in the pods. I can now say that with experience, too. Way better with the pods. But... It's all good. Can't always get it. Um, have you been able to to uh, experience what's going on out in Halifax? I heard it's just it's just been a tremendous time from everybody who's been out there.
2: Well, I've been in the arena, uh, so I can tell you in the arena it's been awesome and it's been an incredible. Even in Moncton, even in the selection camp scrimmages with the U Sports players when they were trying to trying to figure out who was going to be on this team, it was uh, just it was the Hockey Canada folks were telling us. They haven't seen that big of a turnout for, for those scrimmages. And then, obviously, pretty much full in Moncton for the exhibition games. And even, you know, the Americans were saying yesterday that they played in Moncton until now, and they were impressed with, with just how full it was. So the the whole, you know, Maritimes have obviously supported this on short notice as well, obviously with it initially being planned for Russia. And we should have been in Siberia right now, which would have been a different feel. So, yeah, yeah it's it's been awesome. Uh, it's been great. Uh, the barn's been hopping. I, you know, the players are saying it's going to be even more amped up tonight for Canada, U.S. I don't know how that's possible because it was absolutely electric down the stretch of that game against Slovakia a couple nights ago. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what tonight will bring, especially after, you know, we experienced, uh, Edmonton and the bubble there. And then the, the crowds were kind of, it was, wasn't very full as you, as we know in the summer. So it's been a, it's been great.
0: Mark, speaking of scrimmages, were you? did you make an appearance to the TSN staff shinny game? And We hear Johnny pulled off of Michigan. We're hearing Julia Tescheri splitting the D, going post and in. Were you there for that? Did you get invited? What's up with the shinny game?
2: Uh, I, unfortunately, I was still working uh, when they were out on the ice there. Uh, yeah, because we had to do a sports interpiece. I don't really play anymore. I play ball hockey. It's my, it's my uh, jam. So I'm a good fourth line grinder in my ball hockey team. I, I haven't been on skates in a while, so just like the old dog, I abstain.
1: <laughs> well, the the rumor is though that Johnny still still has it, and I mean, I wouldn't doubt that uh, doubt that at all. Uh, last we uh, last we saw the Canadians out there in action, it was the Connor Bedard show. Ah, it's been the Connor Bedard show, I guess, throughout the entire two weeks that this tournament's been going on. I mean, he there was MVP chance. Raining from the streets uh, after what he did to win the game against Slovakia the other night. I mean, have you ever seen somebody dominate a tournament like this before? Not only like on the ice, but the amount of conversation revolving this kid off the ice and and, and all that. Everybody, this is all that people have been talking about in hockey circles.
2: Yeah, it's my 11th World Juniors, and uh, we haven't seen something like this. Uh, certainly, a 17-year-old which adds I think a lot, obviously a big part of the story because we don't know who he's going to be playing for in the NHL so there's just so much intrigue and he he, he makes the team with Adam Fantilli as well so there was a another draft eligible guy and that was kind of the storyline at the start was how are they going to play out you know could Fantilli close the gap with Bedard elevate and Bedard certainly has just elevated and elevated some more so no it's just every day is that's the story like uh, and rightfully so because he's Keeps producing these magical moments and these amazing things. So, no, I, I've never experienced something like this. Uh, it's been, it has been the Connor Bedard show, and it's been great. Like
0: for me, Mark, Canada USA is the marquee matchup in this tournament, and that's no disrespect to Sweden and Russia when they're in the tournament. But there's something different about a Canada US game. And with what Conor Bedard has been able to do, it's been very, very impressive against all the other teams, including Slovakia. But like how big would it be for his legacy to have a a moment tonight against the United States?
2: Well, he's had he had what we you know a lot of people are calling the signature moment for him uh on Monday, night, I guess Slovakia, but he made the point that you know it's job's not done, you know it's just the quarter finals so You know how are we going to remember that moment if they get if they get uh, beat up tonight by the Americans and then who knows what happens for Bronze tomorrow? So yeah, I mean it would just elevates it, right? You know, special players find ways to come through in 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 big moments. That's what he did against Slovakia. He's he's been willing this team uh, along the way here when they went through some some struggles early on. He's just getting better and better. So. The Americans say they, they got a plan. They wouldn't reveal it. The Slovaks were very open. You know, we're going to try and rough him up. We're going to play physical and, and hope to get under his skin. They were able to draw him into one roughing penalty, which he wasn't happy about. But otherwise, you know, he had two goals in it, Uh And, you know, it, that was that was enough. Uh, the Americans aren't really, I mean, they're physical, but their defense especially isn't built the, that way. They only have one defenseman who stands taller than six foot, so that's Luke Hughes. So they're probably going to try and be uh, a tra- transition game. You know they don't want uh, Connor Bedard with the puck in his hands uh, in the offensive zone. Uh, obviously it goes without saying. So it'll be intriguing to see how they handle him tonight. And uh, yeah, a- another big moment. It would just the legend would just grow. It's already pretty big.
1: In conversation with Mark Masters, our TSN World Juniors reporter, out in Halifax, and you can watch USA Canada tonight on TSN 1050 coverage at six. Uh, and also on the TSN radio network, starting at six thirty. Uh, I mean, from a from a team perspective, give us a little bit of a scouting report. What do you think is going to be the key to victory tonight for Canada to advance to the finals?
2: Well, Connor Bedard, uh, Connor <laughs> Bedard, Connor Bedard. Yeah, I mean, so much of it, it goes through Bedard. If he's if he's the the best player in the tournament, it's it's hard for you to lose. The goaltending is hard to to get a get a sense of, you know. Uh, two undrafted guys going head to head. So that will be intriguing to see how those guys hold up. But, you know, for Canada, if you can shut down that Logan Cooley line with Snuggerud and, and Heather Goche, I mean, that's really been the driving force for, for their offense. Uh, and the depth of their offense has been a question mark. Uh, and for Canada, their own end has been the question mark. So if the Americans can, can, can pin them down, they, they've kind of looked lost at times in their own end. They're not there a lot, but that's kind of the Achilles heel is will Millich hold up in net, uh, Thomas Millich, the goalie he obviously made the big saves when they needed him to against the Slovaks. Can they can they can they can they be good enough in their own end Uh if the Americans get rolling around in there. So cuz the Americans believe they got the beef up front where they can, you know, Tyler Boucher, Ottawa 67's forward to having a good tournament, he could do some damage on the forecheck. So that will be the question is how Canada holds up and in the Americans it's their it's their small guy defense. Is can Canada's forecheck, you know, get to them, force force turnovers? get them stuck, because they've been very good and effective at moving the puck, getting zone exits going. And, um, I, it's, that's the clash to me, is Canada's big forward group in defense against the Americans' speed and skill tonight.
0: Mark, do you get the sense that there's a lot of deferring to Bedard with this team? Like, has there been good performances that we're maybe just not noticing because Bedard is so dominant? And in this game tonight against USA, like are, are, is, is Canada going to need to see more from others because they're going to need to help facilitate for Bedard? Because it, it just seems like it, it's a one-man show and it's warranted. He's been unbelievable. But there's got to be other players on this team that can help bridge the gap, I guess, to Bedard's performance.
2: Well, I mean, you would sure hope that that Shane Wright line would get contributing at some point here. They haven't really done anything five on five. I don't, I don't think they've been bad. It's just they haven't, you know, they, you would think that they would be able to contribute. There's two NHLers on that line, Shane Wright from the crack and Dylan Gunther from the Coyotes and Brendan Offman, who's played with Wright since minor hockey and is a returning player from the summer gold medal team. They feel snake bit. They feel like they're doing the right things. They're not getting caught up in it, but you still got to believe that there's more offense there at some point, especially if if the other team is putting all their energy into stopping Connor Bedard, that you got to think that that's going to, to be it. But, you know, Zach Stapchuk Ostop, showed up in a big way, scored a big goal. Um, the Ottawa Senators prospect, they needed that goal. It was the one goal that Bedard wasn't involved in, and, and he, he he delivered, and that was important because you do need that. You can't – it's a team sport. Bedard is amazing. But you have to have a little, a little bit more, a little bit more there. So yeah, that's what I'm looking at is, is that Shane Wright line. Uh, in terms of un, uh, guys who are maybe going under the radar, um, he plays with Bedard. So maybe, uh, he, he goes even more under the radar. But I just asked, uh, Canada's GM, James Boyd of the, 67, uh, you know, who's impressing me. He's like, it's Logan Stankoven, the CHL yeah. player of the year, who's been riding shotgun with Bedard since they, they made that change after the loss to Checky on Boxing Day. Stankoven's been excellent. Really good. You know, five foot eight, but plays six foot two, six foot three. Game the engine. Dennis Williams called him an energizer bunny. Really impressed with that guy. Uh, leader, leader on the team, and uh, yeah, he's maybe flew a, a bit under the radar, kind of like how he was in the summer too.
1: Uh, Mark, but before we let you go, I, I got a, a little bit of a Leafs question for you here. I, I'm not sure how much you've been tracking them out, out on the World Junior beat, but our colleague Pierre LeBron reported yesterday that uh, Bunting's camp and the Leaf camp have been in touch this week. Do you have any idea what that deal could look like? I mean, the guy's been on fire of late 20 points his last 19 games. It's a good time for Bunting's camp to want to try and sit and get something going here.
2: Yeah. I was just going to say, I wonder, you know, what's the (laughs) the urgency? You got time. Let's play, play it out. Uh, I don't know what that deal would look like. Um, but you know, Bunting's put himself in a position where for the first time in his career, he's got a chance obviously to cash in and, and he deserves it. So, uh, that we know what the cap situation is, and that will be a fascinating, uh, a fascinating, uh, negotiation to watch play out whenever it happens. I, I just don't know what the, uh, unless you think he's just going to continue on this base. And that line's been awesome. I've been, you know, tracking it from afar, and obviously they got something good going there, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure what that, uh, it's a tough one, right? The track record, obviously, the last two years have been excellent, but, uh, he's a, he's an interesting case, right? But this is the guy who was up for the Calder at 26, so there's not many. <laughs> Comparables for his for his kind of career uh, trajectory there, so be fascinating to see, and I can't wait to get back on the Leafs speed and live and die on the Leafs starting next week. So, <laughs> um, geez, that that looked like a fun game last night. Maybe not for the coach, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm eager to get back, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm sure the video sessions today aren't uh, aren't a whole <laughs> lot of fun for for a lot of those guys, but as a fan, yeah, a lot a little high mm-hmm. octane, high scoring game. It's it's not too bad. Hopefully, we can see a nice high octane. Fun game tonight, uh, Canada and U.S., and uh, good luck on the broadcast, and enjoy the game, pal.
2: Gosh, it's going to be fun tonight. Oh, man, Canada-U.S., this this is going to be a special one tonight, so can't wait to see what happens. Thanks, guys. All
1: right, there he goes. Mark Masters, our TSN World Juniors reporter, first-class reporter who... Had to sit in economy, I guess, on yeah. the way out to Monk. First
0: class. He'll be he'll be first class on the way home after the You've job he's be. doing out there. Oh. They'll reward him with first class, or he'll just upgrade himself.